Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Word Balloon, the comic book conversation show. John Suntress here. Man, we got a great show for you today. Andy Schmidt of Comics Experience, one of my uh, favorite uh, comic book schools in terms of uh, learning how to write and draw comics the right way and taught by pros. And SourcePoint Press, the president of SourcePoint Press, Travis McIntyre, they are here because uh, they are going to be uh, working together. Uh, the creators from Comics Experience and the publisher SourcePoint Press are getting together to uh, create a bunch of new books. They are launching the books at C2E2, the comic book convention in Chicago, coming next weekend, April 6th through the 8th. And uh, not only are they going to be there promoting their new product, but they're also going to be there if uh, you're a new creator and uh, you want to see uh, your portfolio reviewed by some uh, pros. And, uh, you know, this is a great opportunity to uh, not only check out their great books, because uh, Andy knows how to teach them right as far as uh, the creators that are involved, but also um, these are guys that understand the business. And uh, it's really, I think, a great way. Certainly you want your Marvel and DC people to check out your portfolio, but likely you might be closer to uh, the level where SourcePoint Press is willing to take more of a chance on new creators and new ideas. And they can help you get going on your career, no matter what level uh, you're at in terms of trying to break into the business. Andy has been uh, an editor for Marvel and IDW. He ran the Cosmic line of books uh, for a while when Abnett and Lanning were putting out uh, those great uh, Annihilation and uh, other great Marvel Cosmic uh, big story runs. And uh, also Travis, uh, I think, has a great eye for talent. I like the books that... Uh, they're debuting at C2E2, and, um, you know, I think uh, they're willing to uh, take a chance on some interesting artists and writers and interesting ideas, and we discuss the books that SourcePoint Press is putting out, but also just their philosophies of breaking in, and uh, I really think these are guys that you should go and uh, see their panel and come to their booth at C2E2 and uh, pick their brains if you're trying to break into the business. It's a fun conversation. I hope you enjoy it today. Andy Schmidt, Travis McIntyre talking about how to break into comics on today's Word Balloon. It's all brought to you by the League of Word Balloon listeners. Thank you, League, for your support. C2E2 is in the backyard as far as uh, me traveling to conventions, but um, the support that I get from the League of Word Balloon listeners is greatly appreciated and helps me travel to other conventions and update the Word Balloon equipment, and uh, that's all because uh, they are subscribers to Word Balloon via Patreon. If you'd like to support the cause, if you think what I do here at Word Balloon is worth your while, then uh, you can go to uh, the front page of wordballoon.com and click on the Patreon ad there to get to my Patreon page, or go to patreon.com slash wordballoon. And uh, you don't have to subscribe to Word Balloon, but if you can, and again, if you want to help support the cause, do you think Word Balloon's uh, output that I you know get out to you every month is worth the price of a comic? If you do, that's terrific. Um, I appreciate the support. And it helps me uh, keep the podcast going. So thank you very much, League of Word Balloon listeners. Word Balloon is also brought to you by InStock Trades. At InStockTrades.com, there are a ton of great books that are available right now at InStock Trades. 
and uh, not only uh, from DC and Marvel, but also a good good selection of image books. Man, I can't believe uh, Jay Ferber's Copperhead is already on Volume 4. But this has been an excellent series, and uh, I can't recommend it higher. It's uh, Drew Moss doing the art, Jay Ferber doing the writing. Uh, Volume 4 is 42% off. It's just $9.85. Then there's Rick Remender and Black Science and Matteo Scalera. Uh, Black Science is such a great sci-fi book. You know, I mean, I've been a a Rick uh, Remender sci-fi fan since the years of uh, Fear Agent, and Black Science is another wonderful, exciting book and worth your time. Volume 7, Extinction is the Rule. It's uh, 42% off, $9.85. Or you can get other things like, man, you can reach back to the Silver Age and get back to the original run of Hawk and Dove. Man, this was like, you know, the Vietnam War and the 60s culture crisis front and center with uh, a pair of brothers that represented opposing sides. You know the story of Hawk and Dove. Steve Skates, Steve uh, Ditko, one of the great Ditko 60 runs. Uh, This is 50% off for the Silver Age trade paperback, $12.49. Or if you remember last summer, had a great conversation with uh, Bill Sienkiewicz about his run on the New Mutants. And they have, in anticipation of the uh, movie that's coming out next year, it looks like, uh, the New Mutants Demon Bear trade paperback comes out and uh, features the work of Claremont and Sienkiewicz, 144 pages, 50% off, $9.99. Just a few of the great books available to you at InStockTrades.com. Don't take my word for it. You're going to find great books at great prices at InStockTrades.com. All right, without further ado, let's pick up our conversation now with Andy Schmidt and Travis McIntyre. We're uh, talking about uh, breaking into the comics the right way, and I think you're going to enjoy this conversation today on Word Balloon. I've got Andy Schmidt and Travis McIntyre on uh, the Skype line. Guys, welcome to Word Balloon. Andy, welcome back, and Travis, welcome for the first time. Hello. Yeah, thanks. It's always good to be here, John. Well, it's, it's good to have you guys, and uh, I'm, I'm interested in this new joint venture. Um, Andy, uh, remind people about uh, what Comic Experience is, if I'm saying it properly. Yeah, it's uh, Comics Experience. Uh, the website is comicsexperience.com, so, you know, very simple like that. Um, but uh, we're an online uh, comic book school, basically, and uh, we've been operating since 2007 when I left Marvel Editorial, started this up, and... A bunch of our alumni and all those good folks are out making comics at publishers all over the industry. It's 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 pretty cool to see how it's going. But uh, folks can check out the website and find out more about what we have to offer. It's easy enough. Um, but yeah, that's what that's what we're doing. Excellent. And Travis, uh, tell us about your new uh, comics uh, publishing venture. Uh, Sourcepoint Press uh, has actually been around for about four years. Um, only in the last two have we kind of really started branching out and, and putting out a lot of books and uh, you know picking up distribution and all of that. Um, we started off, we were uh, almost exclusively horror, and then we branched into science fiction books. And uh, now, now with, with Andy's help, um, creating this amazing pipeline of good content, we're actually hoping to expand into all of the other great fictional genres. Cool. Now, how'd you guys get together? Uh, I think we met through Rich Bloom, who's a who's a graphic designer, and and um, I met him when I was editing Cowl with Kyle Higgins and Alex Siegel and all those guys, and and um, and I think Kyle introduced 
me to Rich. Rich was designing that book and the logo, which looked amazing. And uh, and then he was working with SourcePoint. And so he linked us up. And that, I think that's right. Right, Travis? Sounds right. <clears throat> yeah, um, we had been – Rich was working um, – on a couple of books for Kyle at the time. And, uh, he, he was doing a bunch of like, you know, general graphic design work for us, the pre-press and, uh, said doing some cover, cover work, things like that. And, uh, and he had mentioned that he had met Andy Schmidt and he had this really cool thing going on. And so I actually, it was, it was months before I actually met you. I was like, yeah, I really want to meet him too. And then it wasn't until C2E2, uh, last year that we actually, actually did end up finally meeting yeah. Yeah. Which was, which was interesting. Cause I had gone there, uh, specifically to look for, I mean, amongst other things, I was doing panels and all that kind of stuff, but, uh, but I had gone there. One of my bigger intentions was to talk to all the publishers that were there about, you know, if, if they were interested in helping new talent, um, get published and get their work out there and, and do good things for the industry and, and, obviously publish good books too, as, as part of it. And, um, and so I talked with a bunch of publishers that were there and talking with source point was, um, was unique am- among those discussions, I would say, um, mainly because Travis could barely talk to me because he had to keep turning around to sell more and more books. Whereas a lot of the other publishers, they were doing fine. They were selling comics, you know, it's not like it was dead anywhere, but, um, but they weren't, they weren't engaging, fans and readers the way that uh the the way that source point was cool. which was a really impressive thing to see sure yeah it's a crowded field out there so yeah you gotta you gotta do that and obviously travis you know that so that's great uh yeah it's actually one of the things we kind of founded the company on um after sort of climbing my way up through indie comics uh, i started my first book was published by gary reed at caliber comics sure and poor gary uh, r.i.p R- R- gary good man Yes. Yeah. He was, a he's great. And especially around the Detroit area, he's a, he's a legend. Um, and so, uh, you know, I learned a lot from Gary and, uh, when I, when we started source point, we tried to bring a lot of those lessons to us. And one of the main lessons was you, uh, you can't count on, you know, the diamonds of the world and everything else is great, you know, and the comicsology and, and, and all the other pathways that we have now and my, and, modern distribution are are great and you should need to use them all but nothing actually beats uh talking to people individually and putting a book into their hands and telling them like look i think that you might like this and this is why and uh and so that's kind of been our our mantra ever since and so now i think that by probably a relatively wide margin we're one of the most visible publishers on the convention scene we're doing She's, I think, like sixty-three of them this this year, and we did fifty-five last year. So you know, we're coast to coast. All the largest ones, the small ones, we're everywhere. Wow, fifty, 50 oh, fifty-five conventions. Yeah, fifty-five okay. conventions. Okay. sixty-two of them this year. So some, some, wow. some like like C two E two, for instance. I'll be at C two E two. Our art director will be with a team in Dallas, Texas, and uh, an, another our our third. Uh, person who helps run the company will be with another team in new jersey you know so we'll do multiple events all the time you know putting books in people's hands and we've because we did that it led us to having a lot of really good relationships with stores where we did events um, because we were talking to them and talking to their customers specifically 
Um, and one thing kind of built on another until we were a small press, but we were actually doing some, you know, reasonable numbers without, you know, the, and this was, this was before we had, had diamond distribution or anything like oh, that. Oh, that's great. You know? So hand selling, that's terrific, man. No, that's, you know, when you're getting started, that's the key. So congratulations. That's wonderful. Thank you. Um, well, you guys are going to be at C2E2 together and, uh, you know, doing a, doing a panel and also, you're announcing your first four joint published titles, and I've got the list here. Um, uh, Andy is uh, the writer on Achilles Incorporated with uh, Daniel Maine. Uh, you, you know something? You guys, you guys say the names because you guys will probably say it better than I will. So go ahead. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's right. Yeah, Achilles Incorporated is written by me, and um, there are three members of the creative team um, are from Comics Experience. Um, so it's not just me, you know, being a vanity, like, publisher type. But uh, there's the, the Family Graves by Tim Rosbach and Brian a- a- Atkins. Um, uh, they're both uh, from Comics Experience. Uh, Frank Gogol has got an anthology of, of short stories, which is, uh, which is a, a, a really tremendous, you know, first work from a, from a creator. But it's got a host of artists with it. Um, Frank came through. <clears throat> yeah, grief. And then um, – no, go ahead. Frank one, came through. Go ahead. Uh, the last one is uh, Wretched Things, uh, which is a horror story uh, that I like to say is uh, sort of the secret of Nim, but the yeah. horror version. Um, <laughs> it really but is. It's, uh, yeah, it's it's an amazing book. The thing is, is the thing that really impressed me about that when when I first saw you know the first pages of it was like I was like, oh, I get it. It's secret of Nim horror, but it's actually. It's actually much more um, – there's much more to it than that. Like the themes are really, really interesting and, and intriguing. Um, and that's by Devin Wong and Ken Perry and they're both uh, – they're both also came through comics experience, which is the whole the whole sort of crux of the of the program that, that Travis and I are doing together is bringing people that, that you know, we know have the skills and the talent and all of that already because they've been tested. They've been challenged and they've – they really learned it and internalize that stuff and helping these new voices and new creators rise above the din. So it's, it's the next logical step in what comics experience is doing, which is trying to make better comics and get better comics out in the world and, and get newer and fresher voices out in the world. So it's, it's an amazing thing. And all four of those books are premiering um, at C2E2 at the, at the source point uh, booth. That's great. And yeah, they uh, you guys were kind enough to send me PDFs of the books and they're very professionally done. The art looks great. Uh I think the premises are strong. Uh Family Graves is kind of a horror incredibles or fantastic four sort of family adventure drama that has, you know, the the horror and supernatural touch to it, but uh was very funny and I think a good family dynamic so people who like Things like Incredibles and uh, early Fantastic Four, I think we'll find uh, a great book in Family Graves. Grief was very strong. Yeah, I, re- I really and, – and it was uh, great art styles on all the different stories, as you say, uh, an anthology. But uh, I think it was a very personal uh, look at, as the title suggests, Grief. So 10 different stories. Grief in particular was a really interesting one. Um, so when we were kind of uh, – when Andy and I were talking and going back and forth about what, what are going to be the launch titles – um, I think that a lot of times, uh, an anthology is not necessarily one of the things you, you want to start with. Um, but because it was so, 
um, it, it was like when I read through it, you know, I was like, I was prepared to be like, yeah, we don't want to do an anthology. They're really hard to sell. They're really hard to, to distribute, but it's like, uh, it was really personal. It was really high quality. It had this, like, it, it deserves to be made, you know? So even if it, even if it doesn't come out and set the world on fire, it needs to be made. It needs to be available for people to see it. In, in Frank's case, did, uh, who got him his artists? Uh, Frank got his artists. I mean, and that's one of the things that, that, so one of those stories in the anthology, he wrote in the introduction to writing comics class through comics experience. So he wrote that, that script and, and, but you know, that our courses are, we try to make them, you know, kind of real world based. So we talk a lot about the industry, a lot about networking. We, we talk about like how to, you know, if you're a writer, how to go about finding an artist and, and ways to, to make sure that, that when you agree on a deal that, that everybody feels valued in, in the collaboration. Um, and so he, took those lessons to heart and, and ran with them. And he, he and I spoke a few times just to make sure he was, you know, like, like he, I mean, he occasionally would reach out and ask me a question or two and I'd, and I'd answer, but I mean, uh, that's, that's Frank's book, you know, I mean, he, he really went out and got it done. No, it's great. And that's, that's cool to learn. Um, and yeah, you know, I mean, that's, that's what I like about comics experience in, in particular, Andy, I really think that you, get the right people to train these guys and women to, you know, uh, get them ready and really get them kind of showroom ready to, you know, start doing their stuff. And I could say that about all these books, honestly. Um, you know, obviously your own book as well, Andy. I mean, Achilles Incorporated, a fun idea of uh, people with uh, superpowers, extraordinary abilities, as you say in the press release, but as opposed to uh, doing the right thing, they're pretty selfish and have uh, kind of taken over the world in a very subtle kind of corporate way. Is that a fair way to say it? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And uh, you've got Achilles Incorporated as kind of a group of normal people that are, you know, heading out to uh, take them down, basically. Yeah, it was it was it was just the, that thing that occurred to me of like of, well, what if everybody that got superpowers didn't learn that with great power comes great responsibility? You know, they didn't all just decide to dress up in colorful tights, which <laughs> Let's let's be honest. That's the first thing I would do is I'd be like, "Whoa, I have powers! I need some tights, and they should be really <laughs> colorful." Um, but not everybody's like me, so I kind of figured, you know, I'd, it's one of those things where, you know, especially after I've worked a number of corporate jobs, and and you know, certainly I pay a, t a lot of attention to the news. I'm, I read far too much news. Um, that you know, you just see people that that get a leg up or, or get a le little extra power, and you see them use that for their own for their own benefit, which isn't to say that there aren't those that, that are altruistic as well. But, but that's certainly, you know, certainly, uh, I've seen that a lot in the world. And so I just thought like, well, that's an interesting way to use, you know, superpowers as a, you know, thematically that's, I've seen things similar, but I haven't seen that exactly. Um, and I liked the idea of the underdog being a guy that's just crafty and has to figure out a way to counteract your, your superpower, but without just, you know, shooting energy blasts at you. Sure. No, absolutely. That's cool. The um, and uh, Travis is. Uh, it, it will comics experience be the sole pipeline to Source Point, or is this just one arm of Source Point, and you're going to mm -hmm. obviously uh, accept it? You know, submissions uh, other ways as well. Yeah, that's that's a really interesting question. Um, one of the main things 
uh, that attracted to us to comics experience are a lot of things you've already talked about. Um, they do a really good job getting people who are really serious about making it into the industry, the tools they need to make a quality book that's publishable. Um, and the people that are willing to go to comic experience we find are the people that are willing to put in the grind and the slog that it actually takes to make it happen. Um, and we invest in a lot in creators. And so we like those types of people. Um, it also is, I think going to turn into a really great pipeline because the quality is so high. Um, <clears throat> we did recently close, um, our open submission policy. Um, only not that we didn't weren't getting any, any good things in. it was really more of that they're just, we don't have the manpower, uh, to respond to every single person in any kind of timely fashion. Um, so we did recently close that down. Um, I don't know that I would say that comic experience is going to be our sole uh, way of, of getting new things. I mean, I still set aside time to do portfolio reviews and I still set aside time to listen to pitches at every convention I go to. Um, but I do think that part of our philosophy is, is investing, investing in creators and we want to find creators who not only have good ideas and have talent, but are also willing to put in the time beating the pavement. So if you're willing to do comic experience, that's a huge plus for us. If you're willing to come to a convention and put yourself out there and, and find me and talk to me personally and show me what you're doing and hand me your, you know, I mean, I'm old enough to remember the, you know, punk rock zines and things, you know, if you've made a thing and gave it to me, I will look at it. You know, I hear you. So, yeah. <clears throat> so, um, you know, we are no longer taking basically uh, digitally submitted sub submissions. So, okay. Um, the answer to your question is uh, I don't know exactly how it's gonna how it's gonna shape up um, and or or shake out, but uh, comic experience is certainly um, for us a place that. I mean, how many did you send me when we first started, Andy? Seven titles or or eight titles or six titles? Uh, it was seven or eight. I think it was eight. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and of the eight, uh, six, I wanted immediately. Right. Yeah. Um, one, we had to wait for some rights issues to clear up and one we're still kind of waiting on. And then the other four we took, and then the other two, it wasn't, it was definitely not like, well, we don't want these. It's like, well, we don't, we're not, we're not going to have quite have time to fit these into the schedule, but you know, hold on, hold on to this stuff. So it's, you know, almost everything that's coming in is, is worth a second look, you know? So is um, currently the active source point press books are, will be these four or are there more under your imprint as well that are, that are active rather than, you know, library things, as you said, that you've hand sold at the various conventions you go to. Um, we have right now we've got uh well, in terms of like Diamond, we have one mini series that's going right now. So uh, the Rot Number One is available for in previews right now. I'm, Andy, I'm, or I'm sorry, Travis, I'm sorry, I'm having trouble hearing you. So, oh, sorry. Yeah, I, sorry, I, sorry. I, I mean, I'm assuming you're speaking through your laptop rather than a headset or something. Uh, right, I'm in. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm not at my home. Well, believe me, as a guy whose nickname Shaky, I know what it is to like move your head around and stuff like that. So anything you could do to get directly into the microphone would probably help a little yep. bit. 
Thanks. Sorry about Not that. Not a problem. It's all good, man. So we do have we you know we do have other other things like right now we have uh, the Rot, which is a mini series, which is in in Diamond right now. Uh, issue one is available, so we'll pre-order this month, and then two will be next month, and three the month after. Um, and we have a variety. Like most of the time, um, we tend to focus on uh, like bigger one shots or graphic novels and things like that. Um, but, but with with what Comic Experience is doing, they're bringing more mini series type things to the table. So while I don't think we're going to change up our general business model of mostly sticking with uh, short things, you know, four issues, three issues, you know, things of that nature, um, this is giving us an opportunity to do more um, of the traditional issue by issue type of comics. I hear you. That's cool. Well, and again, you know, Andy's been on before and we've talked about comics experience before and I'm looking at the uh, lineup of uh, teachers Andy, that you've got over there. And I, I do want to yeah. go through them. I mean, you know, Chris Sotomayor, wonderful colorist. Uh, uh, Felix, uh, Philip Sevy, help, help me out on Philip. Philip. So Philip, I met last year at a convention down in Houston and we st- started talking and he has a, he's, he was already teaching you know, locally in Utah where he lives. And uh, we just kept in touch and I really liked his take on things. And, and, and so he's, he's, you know, we needed more teachers anyway. And this was even before I knew Robert was, was likely going to be on hiatus. So, um, so he stepped into that role really well and and he just wrapped up his first class and it was, it was amazing. I watched the videos, you know, afterwards, you know, I got to check in on the new guys, you know, um, but they were great. He was fantastic. Um, so I'm really thrilled that that worked out uh, as well as it did. And Dave Sharp doing our lettering class was just wrapped up. I mean, he's been, he's been lettering for 20 something years now, I think. I mean, he's, he's amazing. Um, actually Rich Bloom who introduced Travis and I, um, he's doing a logo, um, design and, and book design class, which I think is going to be, is going to be super cool. Yeah. And part of that too, is that he's going to be doing things like, like marketing materials. So like how to make your like really compelling Facebook banners and, you know, you know, stuff, business cards and stuff like that. So, you, so it really is comprehensive. So that one's going to be awesome. And, and, um, yeah, I mean, we just, I mean, the whole, the whole thing about comics experience when I started it and, you know, which was 10 years ago now, a little more now was I wanted to create the classes that I'd Wished had existed when I was trying to break in. Absolutely. Well, and with the convenience of it being online, I mean, this is and 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 the thing is, these are real pros, and it's it right. is very interactive being online, and it's not you know draw this uh, clown like it used to be on the matchbook covers, and it's you know the the old fashioned mail order uh, course and stuff like that. This is legit stuff, and again, I know a lot of these. Uh, artists that uh, and and writers that you're dealing with and and they're they're quality people. Scott Johnson, an excellent digital painter. Yep. Uh, Paul Aller, a wonderful writer. You're doing uh, writing class as well, you know. Yep. And and also you get these great uh, guest lectures as well. I don't know if I notice on on uh, the banner right now uh, for your open for enrollment stuff. You've got a master seminar with Georgia Lee. I don't know if she's a regular or is just doing. A one shot uh, seminar. Yeah, the mass, master seminars are one day long, mm-hmm. um, uh, and so they're they're about four and a half or five hours long. So it's a long day, but um, yeah. And George is a great case too because she actually, I mean, I mean, she had some work under her belt 
not in comics, but in film. Um, she's a writer and a director. Um, and she took some comics experience writing classes cause she was interested in comics. And now she's been writing on the show, the expanse for, for three years now. Oh, that's great, man. That's a, so that's she's, so she's doing a writing. Show. Yeah, man. That's a great show. Yeah. And she's, she's coming in to do a writing for television seminar, which is awesome and will be super cool. Cause she's going to talk about like what it's like to be in the writing room and really go through that process, which is, which is, is like, I feel like that's always steeped in mystery. Like we always hear about the writer's room, but, um, so that'll be, and obviously no writer's room is exactly the same cause they're run by different people, but I think that'll be super enlightening. And that's actually that master seminar is kicking off, um, we are launching screen experience now. So, so it'll be live on the site, hopefully this week. Um, we're, we're going to be doing screenwriting, writing for animation and, uh, animation and storyboarding courses as well. We're just opening up into, hopefully opening up into that market in a, in a, in a decent way. Um, yeah. Cause that's always been a passion of mine too. Like for me, I always grew up you know, in, in comics obviously, but I was just as much a film buff. And so I actually studied film production, you know, when I undergraduate in college and, and didn't wind up going that direction. I went into comics instead, but it's always been this huge passion of mine as well. And I love talking about that stuff. So, um, but yeah, I mean, the whole idea is, is to get professionals to teach about real world where honest feedback and honesty about the industries, which sometimes isn't real fun to hear. Um, but it's, but we're not going to lie to you. Um, so yeah, it's a it's um yeah. I mean, I, of everything I've done in my career, and I've done a lot between consulting and freelancing and editing comics and writing and everything. I just comics experience is is the thing that you know. I mean, it's my baby. You know, I started it from scratch, and I want it to be good. And it's important to me that we maintain those standards because, in some ways, I feel like if comics experience isn't well respected and 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 whatnot, that that reflects on me. You know, personally, no, I get it. Well, and again, you've got you've got a great background. We've we've had you on before. We've talked about your time running uh, Marvel's Cosmic Line, Guardians, and and the like. You know, back uh, back in the day, and in the very formative days of Abnett and Lanning, and uh, yeah, I mean, you know, the things that set the table really for things like the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, and um, again, these master seminar classes. You've had people like Mark Wade come on and do them for writing. You've had David Finch and uh, Phil Jimenez write to do art uh, master seminars as well. I mean, yeah, these are top flight people. And also, I I appreciate you saying that, you know, you're talking about the business warts and all. And Travis, I'm sure you do that as well uh, with, with your people. I mean, this is, no, people need to know how competitive it is, how, how much hard work is necessary. And, you know, also the idea too that you're going to face a lot of rejection, and that's okay, but just keep moving forward and persistence. And as you develop your craft, you know, something will happen. I say that as someone who's been doing this podcast for 12 years and amass the audience <laughs> that I have and everything. And it's, I always say, it's Johnny Appleseed. It's one at a time. And Travis, I'm sure that's the case, obviously, as you hand sell your comics one at a time at conventions. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think one of the big things, um, when Andy and I first started talking was um, it's we, because we come from such different worlds, um, you, you know, know, Andy Krypton uh, and Oa. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, Andy's Andy's like first job was Marvel, you know, it's like, 
it's like uh, they're like, yeah, we've got this uh, this budget. And I don't know what we'll do with it. Who knows? Anything we want, I guess. And you know, I came from like indie, indie. You know, make your own comic, and so we we come from these very, very different worlds. Um, and what really I really liked about comic experience are all the things you've talked about. You know, like really teaching people real stuff, how to make a quality product. And then, uh, one of the first conversations we had was how I felt like, yeah. And then we can take those people and we can show them, this is how you don't go broke doing it. You know, this is the, uh, this is how you can be like, yeah, this is, you can, you can put out a reasonable amount of investment in yourself, make this thing. And we can show you how to, actually make it pay that's great and uh, no you're right and I'd, sadly i do know of some uh, comic creators that uh overextended themselves and literally were ha- did go bankrupt and had to you know report bankruptcy because they put themselves in a hole and they never could dig out of it and um yeah you know you gotta you gotta be smart you gotta you gotta understand the business side of this as much as the creative side and a lot of people i mean those are the vegetables nobody wants to eat them but it's you know it's like hey man you gotta you gotta do it if you if you really want to be uh, successful with this and again I mean hey man in the podcast scheme I'm not Adam Carolla I'm not Chris Hardwick but I always say I'm like you know I'm like that like indie act that you see at the cool music bars that gets to tour around and and you know do this and everything and uh, you know make make money off of it and and you know but not not a ton and certainly not to live off of it but to pay for itself and. Uh, and again, the experience of going through and that, yeah, I'm like, you know, my audience is that audience that found me. And again, it's not in the, you know, hundreds of thousands, but you know, it's in the tens of thousands and it's because luckily I've stuck around and word of mouth has gotten me where I'm at. Yeah. Uh, perseverance is a huge part of our entire business. (laughs) First two years, it was just survive. (laughs) We just have to stay alive, keep doing it, make quality stuff, keep talking to people. Yes, we're we're leaking money like a sieve, but we're going to make it, you know, until, until it, it started to turn. to turn. So you say, are you going to are you going to do portfolio uh, reviews then at uh, C two E two, Travis? <clears throat> yeah, I, I do them at every show. Um, I don't necessarily do them like the entire time. We usually will set up a couple of hours uh, each day where I'll, I'll I make myself available. Um, we've been kind of talking about. Um, maybe making Andy available for something like that too. Uh, yeah, I, I am. I meant to tell you. <laughs> I meant to tell you. Yeah, I'll do some portfolio reviews and uh, and and you know certainly talk with with folks that that are interested in creating comics and all that sort of stuff. I'll be happy to do that. Excellent. What yeah, um, you get you get all kinds of interesting things, and um, you know it's something that isn't isn't done quite as often um, as it was when. At least when I was kind of trying to come up to the industry, it was it was it seemed like it was a lot more common. Um, but you know, you can come up, bring your stuff, bring what you have, and talk to the talk to the guy who writes the check. You know exactly. And I will tell you, like, look, um, this is why I don't think this will work, or I have a little bit of interest with this. Let's talk later. You know, or or whatever. And then you know, with with us being partnered with Andy, now you're also going to have a guy come in who not only is an educator but has a pedigree you know my pedigree is looking at something will this appeal enough that i can move a thousand or two thousand of these over the course of a year certainly certainly. you know andy's coming in with a totally different type of pedigree you know with a 
edited the, some of the biggest books in the business, edited giant crossovers, edited huge licenses, you know. Yes, it's, it's IDW work think, as well as, as, as Marvel work, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. So I, I think we have a very, um, we have a very complementary skill set, I think. Agreed. And I, and uh, again, um, experienced eyes to, to look at uh, some prospective new books and everything and, and give them, give an honest critique which I think people need to hear. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, you know, you, you, I, self-publishing is awesome. And sometimes it's like, I, I get them myself. I'll be handed books and I will say, this is great. You're not ready, but please keep going. And when you have something new, get back to me because you know, you can kind of, I mean, even I, as a layman reader, I'm just like, all right, this, this feels like a first book. The art's a little wonky. You know, you need to tighten some stuff up if you seriously want to do this because, you know, I only have so much time to do. Like, you know, they're like, hey, can you know, can we do a word balloon? And I'm like, well, um, you know, again, I, I don't mean it in any offensive way, but it's like, you know, I think you need to get a little bit better uh, before you're, you know. And again, not that I'm anybody, as I shrug, but I'm just like, well, you know, I've only got a certain amount of podcasts I can do each month, and I got to make sure that it's, you know, a subject that my readers will find interesting and also. Uh, when it comes to books, I don't do critiques. If I if I've got somebody on, it's because I like the material, you know. So it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's that uh, simple. It's not dissimilar with a publisher, of course. You know, we only have you guys, so are, much you guys are putting real money on the line, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, so go ahead, Andy. Oh, I was just going to say that that you know what you were talking about, John, in terms of hey, there. You know, sometimes it's it's difficult to. It, you know, have that conversation with somebody and, oh, and absolutely. say, you know, you know, please keep going. But a lot of times, you know, I've given that advice to folks, you know, before I started comics experience, uh, you know, now, now that I have a school, it's, it's a little easier, but, um, um, and I don't, I don't ever give anybody a hard sell. Like I don't ever try to sell people on our courses. Um, you know, I'll talk them up a bit, but you know, I, I don't, I don't like it when people pressure me into buying stuff. So I, I try not to do it. Um, but, um, but well, a lot of times the people I, who want to do it too. Right. Yeah. You know? And, but a lot of times I'd say, you know, keep, you know, that same sort of thing, like keep going, like, Hey, you've got talent on this. You still need some, you still have some things to learn. And I'll give some, you know, in a portfolio review, I've got time to give a few pointers, you know, solid pointers usually. But, but, you know, a lot of times there's like this sort of follow-up question. And sometimes it's just this look that I've gotten used to now of like, uh-huh. And where do I go to do that? <laughs> and, and that's kind of what we're here for, you know, and it, which is not to say that 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 you have to have already produced a book like our intro classes are for anybody. Right. right? I mean, sure. you can come in and they're for, they're for anybody and they're designed that way. Um, but that's also why and I mentioned recordings earlier, so I should be a little bit specific. The courses, if you're in a course, those are held live. So like if you're in my writing class, you and I are online together. Right. So that if I say something that that is confusing to you because, you know, maybe you live in a on another continent and I reference something you're not familiar with, you can you can ask me right there to clarify. Um, and so you get that immediate feedback. But then we're also working on something week by week, like in that intro class, you know, again, just using my class as an example, in the intro to writing class, you're building a script week by week and we're going through a, a, a methodology 
so that so that we can take a look at your work as you're doing it and so that we can make sure that you're grasping not just we'll do it this way because look i don't want to create a bunch of people that write just like me that doesn't do the world any good they've already got one of me for for whatever that's worth (laughs) but like we want we want you to to became, become great storytellers, to tell the stories that you have to tell in the way that you tell them. So, so, but we can help along the way, create that methodology. Where are the checks and the balances? How do you know the work is good? And that's a lot of what, what we, what we do is about is we explain the fundamentals behind like what makes a scene work. Like, and then, and then once you've written a scene, how do you check to make sure it works? Um, and so we go through a lot of that sort of stuff. So, so it really is a place where you can grow and then, you know, those are the courses themselves. And then we've also got the 24 seven creators workshop, which has online forums. And we've got a bunch of professionals on there, Cullen Budd and Fred, Fred Van Lente, Riley Brown. Um, you know, a lot of the instructors too are on there. Um, you know, so we've got, we've got different options that, that fit different, you know, do it yourselfers or, or, you know, if you really need a, a an instructor kind of looking over your shoulder, we've got that. So we've got different ways that people can learn too, because not everybody learns the same way. So I think it behooves us and it's good for the comics industry that we have uh, uh, several different ways where we can meet you and, and hopefully help. Do you also have an archive of the previous master seminars? Obviously you don't have that Q and a interaction that you have when you're doing it live, but do they have access to those uh, previous ones? No, those are held once. Um, so we don't like, you can't, you can't go on the website okay. and buy access to, to the master seminar, which is, I feel bad about that, but I try to also be cognizant of like, for those people that paid, you know, full price to be there live, like, you know, I don't want to turn around and then make, make it, it super you. available. Oh, it, you know, it, it, as a, that's more of a business decision, I admit, but, um, but it seems valid. So the master seminars and the master seminars, especially like, that's a really special thing. Like I can, those are, those are creators that are so busy. There's no way I can get them to teach an actual course, right. you know, over multiple weeks, sure. you know, in fact, I couldn't even get Bendis to commit to a single day for a year and a half. And, and then at the end, it wasn't. It wound up being over two days. There you go. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, you know, so uh, so we have those sorts of – we do have those sort of different levels too. But, um, but yeah, I mean the, I don't want to – like I don't want to cut anybody out because they can't afford – you know, a, a course like then we've got a, the workshop, which is a less expensive option. And we've got, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to find ways that that without overextending myself or or my instructors or without, you know, just, you, you know, working for free all day long, which obviously I can't do, um, you know, still still making really strong content available for for people of all stripes. And that's really what it's about. So uh, your panel to debut these four new SourcePoint Press books at C2E2, what day, what time? That is April 6th, which I believe is the Friday, right? Uh, yeah. So it's Friday at four fi- from 4.15 to 5.15. It's going to be in room 405B. And it's myself and Travis and a couple of the creators of the books. And we're going to walk through the program, how it all works. Um, like how do you submit to comics experience and all that sort of stuff? I mean, the, the, the work is 
kind of curated through our various programs, um, courses and the workshop and all that sort of stuff. Um, and that, that's kind of how it gets vetted. It gets vetted almost as a natural part of that process. So, so we'll go through how that all works. Uh, we'll even talk about what the, what the deal looks like. You know, if you're offered a publishing contract, we'll, we'll talk about what that's like. Um, but it's at, at 4.15 and Travis and I will both be there. And then we'll both be at the SourcePoint booth for the bulk of the show selling books and talking with folks and do you know doing all bo- that. Do you know your booth number? Oh, boy. It's okay. I, I know. I was told there'd be no math today as well. I understand. I'm sorry to hit a pop quiz on you like that. Uh, source, source Point Press, everybody. That's the important. If you can find it, that's great, Trav. But if not, you know, Source Point Press, you want to look that up in the uh, in the C2E2 program. And uh, everything everything's clearly marked. I mean, that's the great thing. Uh, C2E2 is a great convention. All the tables are... I, and I say this because I've been to a few uh, uh, conventions lately, and it's like, oh, yeah, you're in B7. And where's that? Good luck. And it's like, really? B7 yeah. is hard to yeah. find? But apparently it is. So Yeah, so if you... Uh, well, it's because everyone ends up covering up where anything is labeled, right? Uh, so like basically, where we're at is the same place we are every year, <clears throat> which is in the main front square... And usually there's all the other publishers are in there. So like we were one block away from where Marvel takes up their entire big square last year. Uh, So we're right in there in the main thing. So if you're in there with the main stuff and you see, you know, the booms of the world and Marvel, we'll be in there. There you go. You're on the right track. But again, look at look in the uh, look in the program, because the the rows are really clearly marked. Uh, You know, I mean, honestly, so if you're in row four, four hundred and you're 408 or whatever, it's, you're going to be able to find it. It's, it's okay. So, <laughs> but no, this is great. And I honestly, uh, wholeheartedly recommend you, you seek, uh, Andy and Travis out. If you are, uh, trying to get something going and, and think you're ready for that next step. Or if you're a beginner, you know, talk to Andy about comics experience. I've had Andy on several times talking about it. He has sponsored word balloon in the past as well. And, it's it's legit. It's as legit as you can be without having to go to Savannah uh, for, for SCAD or for Joe Kubert's school on the East Coast and, you know, uh, where you actually have to physically get up and move. And truly, I mean, that that is the thing that's impressive, as Andy has pointed out, with the various features of comics experience. Uh, yeah, I mean, it really is interactive. You are there. You do get to ask live questions. The workshops are massively helpful. And all those uh, pros that he just mentioned are all friends of Word Balloon and, and incredible creators in their own right. And they get it. And, I mean, you know, one of my favorite people that you rattled off, Ryan Brown. In, well, and you could say that about Fred as well. Fred's another self-starter guy. These guys make their own stuff alongside the chances they get to do image books and Marvel and DC books. Um, you know, they are self-starters. They are people that have done, you know, the, the legwork and, and the, the necessary business stuff to not only create their stuff, but get it in the hands of, of fans and really created these communities around them. And Ryan, my God, I mean, you know, he's like almost 20 years younger than me. And I, and I'm always just amazed as hell at how smart of a guy he is. And, uh, truly I, he is one of the guys I lean on for advice and it's like, how are you doing this, man? So, uh, yeah, no, these, these are, these are good people that Andy has surrounded himself with. And, uh, Travis, I'm part, I'm glad you're part of that circle as well now. And again, the the books look great, man. They really do. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Well, well, thanks for all of that. Actually, that was, that was 
That was really nice. That's yeah, all true. <laughs> uh, you know, hey, like I said earlier, if I if I don't believe in something, they don't get on War Balloon. It's that simple. And uh, the you know, again, uh, the proof is uh, in uh, all the all the stuff that uh, you know you've been able to help produce, Sandy and and Travis. Like I said, I mean the the book, these four books, they look fantastic and um, they're very interesting concepts as well. So I do suggest you go out and uh, uh, seek out their uh, panel coming up at C2E2 on Friday. And then also uh, come to the Source Point Press booth and uh, check these interesting books out and uh, talk to these guys because they will definitely be worth your time. Am I leaving anything out, guys, before we wrap up? I don't think so. I mean, not on my end. I, I think that's I think that's great. And, you know, hopefully, you, you, you know, your listenership has some of those people that are, will listen to this and be like, yeah, I do want to seek that out because I do want to do that because those kinds of people are the exact ones we're looking for. Excellent. Yeah. 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 And, and I'm, I'm good on my end. I mean, thanks. Thanks very much for having us on the show, John. I really appreciate it. And love, love listening to the show. Of course, I'm a, we're, we're fans of word balloon over here. That's very kind guys. No, thank you very much. And, uh, glad you're part of C2E2 and, uh, looking forward to saying hello. And, uh, again, take advantage of, uh, the knowledge that these guys have. Uh, if you're, uh, thinking about uh, creating your own comic, uh, thank you very much, Travis McIntyre and, uh, Andy Schmidt. Great. Thank you, thank you so much, John. Andy Schmidt, Travis McIntyre, great conversation. I hope you seek them out at C2E2. They're going to be there uh, all weekend long and uh, go to their panel, go to their booth, pick their brains. They are smart comic book guys. And uh, I really like the output that uh, Source Point Press is debuting at C2E2. There are a lot of fun books here and interesting creative ideas uh, from a presentation standpoint and a story standpoint. And again, well-trained by Andy um, you know, I, I just, uh, Andy's one of my favorite guys in the business that really understands, uh, all sides of the business. And Travis clearly is a guy like that as well. So, uh, I suggest you seek them out, pick their brains and, uh, get the information you need to move forward in your comic book career. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Word Balloon brought to you again by InStock Trades at InStockTrades.com. And there are amazing books available to you at InStock Trades. You know, I mentioned, of course, uh, Andy, and uh, look at this, I didn't even realize it, Annihilation, the complete collection, uh, trade paperback volume one, edited by our uh, guest today, Andy Schmidt, written by Keith Giffen, uh, Mitch Breitweiser doing the wonderful art, and uh, this book is uh, 472 pages, it collects Drax the Destroyer, Annihilation Prologue, Annihilation Nova 1 through 4, Annihilation Silver Surfer 1 through 4, and Annihilation Super Scroll. One through four. There are a lot of great series here, man. Uh, and again, uh, really, Giffen and Brightweiser are really just the tip of the iceberg in terms of who was involved in this. I want to say Super Scroll was, uh, well, I remember that being one of my favorite kind of miniseries during the Annihilation thing. And um, this uh, Cosmic Collection is 50% off, $17.49. Great way to uh, sample some of Andy's editorial abilities. You can get Captain Marvel, Carol Danders. Volume 1, The Ms. Marvel Years. Uh, this is going back to Brian Reed's run, which was a really terrific run. I, I, and listen, Kelly Sue did a great job of uh, bringing Captain Marvel and Carol Danvers, Danvers up to date. But uh, this is the bombshell years of Carol Danvers. And uh, really, Brian Reed, one of those uh, great Marvel writers that uh, did a lot of work in the early 2000s. And uh, was a gaming guy and has gone back to gaming. I don't, I don't, I haven't seen him do any uh, comic book writing of late. But uh, he had a great run 
with Ms. Marvel. This collects giant size Ms. Marvel number one, the Ms. Marvel series one through 17, and a Ms. Marvel special. 432 pages, 42% off. It's just $20.29. And I really felt that uh, Brian had a great handle on Ms. Marvel. You can get Batgirl Volume 3, Summer of Lies Rebirth, Hope Larson doing the writing, Chris Wildgoose the art, and uh, this volume is 42% off, $9.85. You can also get Green Lantern, Volume 5, Out of Time. Sam Humphreys uh, doing the writing there. Ronan Cleek, I want to say is his name. Forgive me, Ronan, if I'm not saying it right. This is uh, Simon Baz and Jessica Cruz. Uh, this is Green Lanterns, excuse me. I thought it was just the regular Green Lantern book. But this is the team-up book that Sam started. And uh, 144 pages. This is Volume 5. And it's 42% off, $9.85. Did he start that or did Tim Seeley start that? I don't know. My brain's on the fritz, man. Working overnight, sometimes I get fuzzy. There's Jason Aaron's Mighty Thor trade paperback, Volume 3. The Asgard Shi'ar War. Steve Epting, Jason Aaron doing the art chores and writing. I'm going to just leave it at that. It's 42% off, $11.59. Don't challenge yourself, John. Just give him the information. Pretty good stuff. Uh, great books at great prices at InStockTrades.com. Check it out. Don't forget, if your orders are $50 or more, you'll receive free shipping from our buddies at InStockTrades.com. Thanks for listening. Another episode coming up today. Uh, great episode with uh, television horror host Sven Gulli. He's a Chicago product. He is one of our great Chicago icons when it comes to television entertainment. And uh, certainly in the last eight or nine years or so, he has become a national institution thanks to uh, MeTV being syndicated nationwide. And nothing makes me happier than when I see out-of-town people get excited about Sven He is a classic television host in the tradition of uh, local TV hosts doing horror movies something that I grew up on, and I'm so glad that uh, his show is still around for other generations to grow up on as well. And uh, he's just a funny, funny guy who's had a great career, and uh, he's a rare breed. How many uh, great local entertainment hosts are there out there uh, as far as you know, being able to do it for your city for as many decades as he has, and uh, now too, to uh, be there uh, along with the Elviras and the Vampiras and uh, the other famous uh, horror TV hosts. Sven is finally getting his due, and uh, I'm always happy to see him get his victory lap at C2E2, and I'm very excited to be moderating his panel next weekend at C2E2. And this is just a primer for people who really don't know much about Rich Coz or the, or the show. Uh, I know his fans will be there in league uh, at uh, C2E2, but uh, I really want you guys and, and women to get used to Sven Gulli if you haven't had a chance to sit down and watch it. Um, we've seen the movies a million times. If you're a fan of cheesy horror movies, whether they were through Mystery Science Theater or just seeing the classic Universal runs or the Hammer films, whatever, uh, it's great to uh, have them represented on uh, Sven Gulli's show every week and get his humor spin on them because he's that kind of funny guy. So next episode of Word Balloon, I sit down with Rich Coe's Sven Gulli, 
And uh, it's a great conversation. I hope you'll join me. Until next time, Word Balloon is a copyright feature of Shaky Productions, copyright 2018. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.